0: Hi everyone, Siobhan Chapman here and welcome to Top of the Morning on the UBS Market Moves podcast channel. It's Friday morning, which means it's time for the weekend review and preview conversation, where my guests will recap how markets have performed over the past few sessions and preview what you can expect in the week ahead. Today's segment will primarily focus on the release of the December Strahd report and the Fed meeting minutes, as well as other notable releases from this past week. Joining us for the conversation, I'm glad to welcome Senior Economist America's Brian Rose. Brian, welcome. We're happy to have you.
1: Thank you, Yvonne. Good morning, everyone.
0: So let's begin with the December jobs report, which we received this morning. How did the data measure up to your expectations, and what predictions do you have for the new year, and how would you characterize the health of the U.S. labor market?
1: Well, this was a good report in many aspects. So you had non payrolls increasing by 223000 which is a very solid number, a bit better than the consensus expectations. And the unemployment rate fell to 3.5%. So that matches the pre-pandemic level, which was also a 50-year low. So very very good labor market conditions in that sense. And something that's very important for the Fed is that average hourly earnings were a a bit softer, so rising by 3 tenths. And there are also some downward revisions to previous months. Uh, so, you know, this is really key for the Fed. They're trying to judge how tight the labor market is. And uh, ultimately, the wage growth is the, you know, how you measure how tight the labor market is. And these more subdued uh, wage numbers uh, are closer to what the Fed wants to see in order to you know, hit their inflation target. Over the medium term. So in that sense, I think quite, you know, quite favorable, uh, data. And one other, one of the details in the report is that the labor force participation rate, uh, went up. It ticked higher. And we've had this mysterious gap between payrolls, which have been strong in the household survey, which has been showing no job growth. But this time, there was a catch up. So the household survey showed 717,000 increase in employment. And uh, we're going to get next month revisions to all this data and maybe it, it will uh, you know, all kind of fit together uh, you know, better after, after the revisions. And maybe one other thing to mention is that within the average hourly earnings, one of the reasons the, the earnings grew up by less is that you saw outright declines in the retail and also in transport and warehousing. And um, yeah, I think this is because of bit softer conditions in these areas. Uh, you know, there was a huge struggle to hire workers, and now that the, you know that uh, period is over, so you're starting to you know, see some uh, you know weaker weaker data from uh, those sectors. Uh, meanwhile, in leisure and hospitality, where there's still you know labor shortages, you're seeing better uh, or stronger a stronger wage growth. So again overall I'd say uh, you know a good report very favorable report uh, you know, good conditions you know good increase in payrolls but also uh, you know, wage growth coming down towards uh, you know the, the, the level the Fed wants to see
0: were there any other notable macro data points that were released this week
1: Yes, yeah, so there were actually some uh, other really important releases of so, spending with the jobs data that we had the Jolts uh, data on uh, job openings, and uh, these were down only, you know, very slightly. This is data for November. Just very slight decline in job openings, and you know, we have ten and a half million job openings, and in this morning's data, uh, un- number of unemployed was only 5.7 million. So, you know, almost twice as many openings as there are unemployed people to fill them, and uh, you know, that gap shows a supply-demand. Balance for labor that it will tend to, to keep up with pressure on wages, and uh, also within the jolts we had the number of people quitting the jobs that actually rising month by month, and uh, and this is important because people who quit their jobs are mostly doing that because they're getting a, you know they have a better job somewhere else, and uh, typically you see a very large increase in wages for people who switch jobs. You know, that's why they're switching is because they can make more at another job. So, you know, from that perspective, the, the JOLTS data was uh, you know, stronger or more worrying for the, for the Fed. It's showing you know, still lots of lots of openings and lots of people quitting, uh, quitting their jobs. We also had the weekly jobless claims number coming down. Uh, so, again, overall indication of st- a strength in, in the labor market. And a couple other things to, to mention in this week's data. We had uh, the ISM manufacturing PMI falling further below 50 in December, and also the production index fell below 50 for the first time in the cycle. So, it looks like the manufacturing sector has slipped into a recession, although it shouldn't be too severe, and overall, that means the interest rate-sensitive parts of the economy, so housing and manufacturing, they are already in a recession, but the services part of the economy is holding up better. And in a little while, we'll get the ISM services PMI for December, so we'll see what, the, what that shows.
0: Continuing with releases, the Fed released the December policy meeting readout. Can you provide some reflections and takeaways?
1: So the minutes were, you know, about what you would expect. You know, in in the old days, the minutes used to be really important. You you get a lot of surprises coming out of them, but you know now we have uh Mr. Powell gives us a press conference after every meeting, and then a lot of the FOMC participants go out and and speak publicly. So you know, it's rare that you get a big surprise from the minutes. And again you know what what the fed has been saying up until now is, is what's reflected in uh, the minutes you know, they want to see the labor market cooling off so that uh, you know they're more confident of hitting the inflation target over the medium term and you know that's in terms of you know, whens the fed going to pause the rate hikes it's when they see the labor market uh, cool off and one thing that uh, you know we didn't know before is that None of the FOMC participants uh, was looking for a rate cut this year. Uh, so, you know, the market is pricing in uh, rate cuts by the end of the year, but uh, not a single FOMC participant thought that they would be cutting rates by by the end of the, end of the year. And, you know, just to, in terms of the, the outlook, you know, we have to, the next rate decision will be on February 1st. I think because we're getting uh, some Better inflation data, the Fed won't feel the urgency to raise rates aggressively. So they may slow to 25 basis points uh, per meeting, uh, because again, the, the sense of urgency isn't there. They don't need to keep raising uh, by 50 or 75. Uh, but again, in line with what the Fed told us uh, at the last meeting, they they you know expect to raise rates to to around 5% and maybe slightly higher. And I think that is still, uh, you know, still the outlook. The Fed's likely to raise rates another, another two or three times until they get a, up uh, to that 5% level.
0: So turning to next week, what will be taking place that investors should be mindful of?
1: Uh, so the key uh, data next week will be uh, the CPI for, uh, for December. So, obviously a huge focus in the markets on the inflation data. Uh, we actually think the, C- the headline CPI should show a month-over-month month decline, driven by uh, gasoline prices. Uh, core maybe around a quarter of a percent month-on-month. Uh, month. And uh, then we'll also get um, what to me is a very important release, which is the NFIB survey of small businesses. There's uh, data there, again, on job openings. On wages and on prices, and because you know the sensitive nature of small businesses, uh, you know, really interesting to see what that survey shows. And you know, one other thing to keep uh, an eye on is uh, you know the the voting on the, for the speaker of the house. So you know, Congress is basically uh, doing nothing until uh, until we uh, you know have a speaker. And uh, so we'll see how this uh, drama unfolds.
0: Thank you so much, Brian, for joining us again today. We have been joined by Seniorist Economist America's Brian Rose for the Top of the Morning conversation. And as a reminder to our listeners, Top of the Morning is a part of the UBS Market Moves podcast channel, which is available where podcasts are found, including on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Visit UBS.com forward slash studios to view the entire podcast offering, as well as the UBS trending video series. From UBS Studios, I'm Siobhan Chapman, and thank you for joining us.